Hello, bonjour, and welcome to Forest Moon Radio, an X-Wing Miniatures podcast. Forest Moon Radio is a twice-monthly podcast talking about all things Star Wars, with a huge emphasis on the X-Wing board game. I'm your host for this episode, Dave, from Ewok Squadron, and I'm flying out of London, Ontario, Canada. I'm broadcasting tonight from a little slice of heaven, aka my basement. I've got a few, a couple of other guys here with me tonight. I'm just going to pass this to the left and have them uh, give me their name, squad if they're in one, and where they're broadcasting from. I'm um, Justice, also known as Atreides Online. Um, my squad is One Dog Knight and Crescent City Corsairs, and I'm broadcasting from Abita Springs, Louisiana, and from my music studio room. Hi, I'm Luke, or you might know me as Lou the Lunatic on Twitch or on TTS, Steam. Uh, my squadron is Ewok Squadron out of London, Ontario with Dave. I am broadcasting out of my house in London, Ontario, out of my office. All right. Hello to everybody. Hello, Dave. Hello. Cool. Well, if you're listening, I'm glad you found us. This is our first try at this. I promise things will get a, a little better, a little smoother. Uh, there's a little bit of new content from FFG we're going to get to. I've got a couple of questions so we can get to know each other. And you can get to know us too. So I was going to start with uh, what have we been flying lately? Atreides, what have you been flying lately? Oh, a whole bunch of different stuff. But, you know, I'm a Separatist and Scum player. So I'm very Nantex-driven. Extremely Nantex driven ever since they came oh, out. Oh, wow. Uh, it's been my world's list and then just continued on. Um, but also, uh, flew K Wings. I fly three K Wings a lot. And then a lot of scum mm. jank. I'm going to like having this guy on the show because none of those ships are very prevalent in our meta up here right now. Uh, yeah. Um, I noticed when I played against some people from up there. Uh, I'm kind of the opposite of that because I bought three Nantex, played it once, and never touched it again. <laughs> <laughs> what are you flying? Right now, um, I, I posted a link earlier. I've been flying a lot of T70s, the I1s with BB Astromech. They are a lot of fun. They can be unpredictable. Not a lot of people are used to seeing the BB Astromech. I think it's very underrated. And Rose is a very um, defensive and... <clears throat> Uh, piece that can put out, out output as well. Those rerolls are really powerful, um, as you've seen with Boba. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's a Boba light. But uh, besides that, just, uh, just to refresh, yeah. Sorry, before you go on, just to refresh, what's the BB Astromech? Uh, BB Astromech is obviously, if you aren't stressed um, and you're about to do uh, your reveal a blue maneuver, you can perform a barrel roll action by spending one of the two charges. Oh. So let's say you're a little bit out of position and you could barrel roll and then sort of bank in and be somewhere where they weren't expecting where you could have got somewhere that you wouldn't be aiming with, let's say a, a too hard. You can just bank over and then just keep going up a totally different lane than your opponent might have been expecting. Um, Cool. And that's a lot of fun. And you can control who does it and who and who does. Um, so some can go around the asteroid. Some can kind of um, 
split fire, go after different ships. Unlike my last game I had, I was able to um, kind of aim all my ships towards one, and then I just barrel rolled and banked, and they were all facing Dash in the face. And he didn't like that very much. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, Dash, so go you, you go get him. <laughs> and my other stuff I've been playing is um, uh, like a trade, some scum jank. Uh, cool. I've been having a lot of fun with the scum stress shenanigans like Asajj and Victor Hell. I think Lando and the Scum Falcon, especially with his points decrease, is incredible. I was able Lando, to, uh, awesome. Able to fit. A you, you know, you had sex him. with that ship once, right? Oh Jesus! <laughs> I love that ship. We'll get. We'll get. So, so does Lando. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, and for myself, there I've been. Well, last week I got a couple games in with three of the Tie Silencers, the, the First Order test pilots. But um, anyone from Ewok Squadron knows Boba and Fen are always in my bag. All right, I got another question for you guys. All right, doesn't matter what you've been flying overall. Of like of all the factions, all the ships, Wave One or Two. Or sorry, wave one or two, version one or two. What's your favorite ship in X-wing, Luke? Uh, me? Okay. Um, we'll go right back to the Scum Falcon, even though Lando had sex with it. Huh. Uh, <laughs> I just think, out of all the YT thirteen hundreds, it is the most clean, is the prettiest. What in God's name did Han do to it? I mean, <laughs> it looks so... Solo is one of my favorite Star Wars movies, and it shows I try to put the Scum Falcon on the table as much as I can. A close second would be the RZ-2A, or uh, RZ-2A-Wing. Um, both, are, I think, are very pretty ships. And I love to fly them. How about you, Atreides? Uh, my favorite ship goes all the way back to when I first started playing in 1.0, I got into the game. I kept telling my friends, I'm not going to play until they release a new faction, not knowing they were going to release a new faction. And then it's like, hey, there's releasing scum factions. And so I went and got into scum immediately. And the M3A is my all-time favorite Oh, wow. Um, Backwards thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it's mainly because when I first started playing, I was told, oh, that's the worst ship in the game. I'm like, I'm just going to fly it and beat, win. I'm just going to fly it and win. Um, and so I developed a really, like, it was my favorite ship throughout 1.0. Um, and favorite pilots, Clayton, Ishara. Oh, interesting, interesting. So quick um, question for you. Yeah. Um, in 1.0, I never owned an M3A. I didn't get one until... 2.0, I ended up finding a 1.0 one, and now I have all three colors because I had the Sea Rock as well. So I think it's a really cool looking ship, and I like the paint schemes that they did. But yes. what what cannon in 1.0 did you fly with them? Like, was there um, a specific ordinance that you liked the most? With Layton, it was all about the Mangler cannon. And right. he didn't have an EPT. Layton was just, you could slap a cannon on him. So, and stealth device. So it was Mangler and stealth device on him. Um, now when the tractor beam came out, that went on Sarasu. That's not too different from what we see today. No, 
Uh, that's why, like, when the C-Rock came out and it made the M3As better, it just made all my lists that much better. And then 2.0, Layton is still one of my favorite pilots. Um, and then my other favorite, uh, Miranda in the K-Wing and the Nantex, excluding Sunfire. Awesome. <laughs> I still can't believe that back then you had to buy a huge ship just to get certain cards to play a regular X-Wing. Yes, that's why I have a C-Rock. You had to get a, a Raider just to get Emperor Palpatine. You had to get a, a, the uh, Corvette just to get C-3PO, I think. Until one tournament started giving out uh, C-3PO alt arts. Because I remember a friend went online, like, on eBay, bought a C-3PO, and then the next tournament kit, they had the C-3PO alt art. Awesome. Right on. Uh, uh, that is a great-looking ship, and we'll keep it Mandalorian, because my favorite one is the Fang Fighter. The you other... suck. Yeah, <laughs> come on, come on. Maybe. <laughs> Fine, uh, you it, don't it, suck. Will, the ship sucks. Say, yeah. Hey, Justin, are you in here? <laughs> yeah, I just I showed up just to cat call you all. Cool, cool. Well, hey, everybody, we have a, another special guest with us, Ewok Justin. Say hello. Oh, why, hello there, General Kenobi. But since you're here, what's your, uh, quickly? What's your favorite ship? <clears throat> um, who? Ew, on the spot with the hot takes already. I told you to look at that dock. <laughs> I have a baby. Like, I mean, I you have a baby too. I have no excuse. I did not get a chance to look at the dock. Uh, <laughs> favorite ship off the top. I'm going to go with. I think I'm still partial to a Tie Defender. Ooh, that's oh, a nice look. You made a comment about the Fang Fighter. I make tons <laughs> of comments, and I stand by nothing what I say. If there's one thing that Ewoks can be counted on, it's to consistently be inconsistent. I, don't I think am, that's a good thing to be consistent about. <laughs> I am ahead of times of being woefully behind the times. Like, that's kind <laughs> of my thing. All right, well, you got here just in time, Justin. You're here for the last question. Well, not the last question. It's the last question in the getting to know you section. Why don't we start with you then, since you're new to the show? Uh, what's your favorite Star Wars IP? You know, a movie, book, game, TV show. What uh, what got you hooked? Uh, this universe. Uh, I don't know if I could narrow it down to just one specific thing. I mean, the original trilogy was something uh, I was, of course, introduced to because clearly I was not alive when it was released. Uh, so that was fun. I think I think the original Battlefront game was uh that came out what like 10 15 years ago. I think that's what really like kicked off my ooh this is a lot of fun. Oh. Yeah, good old Xbox days. Yeah, like uh, back in the days when it was just like hey, I'm just going to jump into like I don't know. I I missed like I mean the Battlefront now that came out but back then when you could just have two giant ships, and you could just play by yourself and pwn everybody. That was the good times. <laughs> Poning noobs, nice. Not even pwning uh, noobs, just pwning AI. Anybody, okay. How about you, Atreides? Um, 
original trilogy holds a great place of what I was introduced to and all the toys. The Star Wars toys was what my favorite, like the action figures. I have like a huge crate I just gave to my kids of just all my old action figures. Um, But IP-wise, the Thrawn trilogies, both the original and then the three new ones. Awesome. Yeah, I just started reading the first canon novel. So uh, good. Slowly getting through it. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm not a fast reader. I, I was lucky. I have uh, two copies. Uh, one is signed, like, I have the first one signed by Timothy Zahn and the second one signed by Timothy Zahn. Wow. It's cool. Is, is the third one out already? It is. Okay. I need to get it. They're the only um, that I have. And for myself, geez, I guess I'm the only one that was uh, alive when these movies came out the first time, but mine is also A New Hope. I love that movie. All right. Uh, A New Hope is one of my favorites, but I'm glad Dave mentioned it. So I will pick one of my other top ones next. So New Hope, when it comes to movies, is my favorite. Second favorite is Solo. I I just love the whole... Really? Yeah, just the whole um, uh, universe surrounding Karelia, how he is, and um, like all the underground stuff, Outer Rim. I, I just love it so much. You just like Uh-oh. that because it helps you lead into uh, into the Outer Rim game. Helps explain it entirely. Which is also really it? fun. Really fun. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I got, um, we started playing the Outer Rim on uh, TTS, Brian and Luke and I, a few weeks back. And I'm like, cool. oh yeah, I can think. And I, I know Ewok Marty. Um, he bought it. He played it. And like one day, he just came in like eyes wide because he was just, I want everyone to play this with me and my dad. We need to play it right <laughs> now. And we're like, buddy, buddy, it's X Wing night. Come on. Yeah, we we only get one night a week for all our plastic addiction. Come mm-hmm. on. But at least you get that sweet cold gold dice. The fake world's dice. Yep. <laughs> uh, they're real. I won three times. Well, that is uh, Outer Rim is a FFG. So why don't we? I haven't tried that yet. Tell me about it. Basically, you play either a bounty hunter, a smuggler, or a like mercenary, and it's whoever becomes the most famous. So you get the characters. Oh. You get Han, Lando, then the bounty hunters, Boba Fett, Bosk, and then. Afra and Jin, and then what is Zuckus there? Yeah, you can't forget my boy IG88. Yeah, IG- I mean, like, we can. No, you can't. And then you also get a ship, and then you can buy new ships. And each oh. ship has its own like skills that it can do. It can hold so so many people. It can hold upgrades. And cargo. yeah, is it? It's yeah, it's cargo. It's basically it is. It's like just it's like you're you're just basically. Put down, like, you're, just say, you in a ship just trying to do things, trying to collect fame, get to go to planets and have interactions there with characters or stuff that happens. So it's um, it's uh, whoever's got the most gold at the end wins, yeah, kind of? Yeah, fame. Okay. So whoever, so you and, can, um, like, go up and down in affiliation. So let's say you could be positive with the huts, and the rebels could hate you, or and you could be neutral with the Empire, you could be uh, in positives with the syndicate, like that can all change, and you can run into patrols led by those uh, 
by all those um, factions. And if you are in negative reputation with them, you have to fight them. And you can't move past them. And, you know, it's FFG, so lots of cardboard and dice rolling. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and then, use, like... Um, X-Wing dice. And you get to, like... I have seen them, yeah. You get to try and do jobs. And the jobs are, are fun because a lot of them will come in stages that you need to do. Like, you... Can you say that again? Oh, like, um, like you get to do jobs. Like, you'll pick up a card that says, like, you need to go to a certain planet to do a certain job. And it require and it'll give you hints to like what skills you'll need to like to have like whether you need to be like an enforcer or have piloting skills or persuasion or tech skills. It won't tell you exactly what you need. And when you go there, you'll pull out a card and it says you'll need to do certain things to pass. So like, and it it kind of plays in with like, oh, you need to uh, break into this building. So roll a dice, and if you get a hit, you succeed and skip to number three. But if you fail, you have to go to number two and like fight. I don't know, a bunch of dudes. So, like, there's kind of that element where, well, I mean, like, as we as we say about a lot of games, that like, no two games play the same, it's very much the same there, where, like, no two games will ever play the same, because if the dice ever fell in the same way every time, you'd be real suspicious about it. And like, then the different characters have different goals. Like, if you're playing Boba Fett, you want to collect bounties. And his whole thing is about collecting bounties while Han is all about smuggling goods from planets to planets. And all IG wants is robot friends. No one cares what IG wants. Wants an oil cam. I'm sorry, he's the only one I've played. I mean, to well, be fair, I've only played uh, Lando because nothing beats free rerolls. Yeah, that, uh, I've played that a really few different cool. ones. Han's, Han and Lando are like the easiest ones. All right, well, let's uh, stick with some FFG stuff here. I suppose by the time this comes out, it's not new news, but there's new points. Everybody's asking the question, what do you like? I got a better question for you. New points, what did they screw up? <laughs> I, I think I have a hot take. I, okay, go I, ahead. I think that they, well, I think everybody thinks this. They screwed up the Nantex. Thank you. They made the <laughs> they made ensnare too expensive, and they made the generics way too cheap. Six ships with a three die bullseye and a turret, a two die turret that cannot be bumped. Like they hit, they bump it to you. Oh, okay, I'll just barrel this way and still get a shot. Six of those. And they can easily get those bullseyes. If you have large ships, say goodbye to your large ships. There's six three-dice bullseyes shooting down your ship. Okay. I'll say I'm a little biased. This just happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was flying I Ray. I, I was flying there. Ray, four fireballs in rows in the band league because they got rid of my poor T-70. So I'm going to fly that. And they just gunned down rows in two turn, or uh, Ray in two turns. And I couldn't get out. That's six, uh, six ships. I just can't fly past them. Right. And you, he was able to fit Predator and Marksmanship on them, too. So, And every single shot was all hits and crits. It was uh, brutal, especially with his... I mean, obviously, if you roll Natty Evades, you roll Natty Evades. But it was still really hard to take down, especially with only having two dice attack ships left. And, you know, to just piggyback on that... The fact that FFG's reasoning behind it 
like they keep nerfing the Nantex for I don't think good reasons. And they're like, we want other people to fly other things on them besides Ensnare. You just released this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And just ever since, so at Worlds, it, I flew three I-4s with Ensnare and Grievous with Solus 1. Then they nerfed the points. Points went up. I had to drop down to the I-3s in Snare, Grievous. Then I could fit Outmaneuver and Impervium plus Solus. And then I just had to drop those two because they raised the points one more time. But they lowered Sunfac, which he's not great. Right, but didn't he go down by like nine points? Yeah, he's... It's so more expensive than any other I-6 in the game. So I feel... I feel they messed up points there. But that's a no, personal thing. Because that's what I fly. Yeah, it might be a little personal. I mean, there's a couple of things in the Imperials I think that they nailed, and a couple that were just a little harsh. Like they raised Whisper. Passive sensors going up for the high initiatives was good. They didn't Some touch of these Vader, points... which I wasn't expecting. But then they raised Duchess, and you're like, okay, that's... Now you're just hurting everything that they like. <laughs> well, some of those points I think were left over from the previous needing to go up, but they didn't touch it. True, probably, yeah. I would have for me, I would have rather see Boba Fett go up a little more and Slave One go up a little less. Slave One can be used by other other pilots as well. It's not their there fault. Pilots besides Boba Fett. Yeah, there are. Well, there's. I heard of. There's, I heard Calf Scarlet is. If you have to, you can fly Koshka, but that's only if you already have Boba. <laughs> Koshka. I like the way you say that. Koshka. So you're. Um, do you have any other? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I didn't have a ton on that. Anybody? Anybody got any points? Uh, salt they want to throw? Should we talk about new ships? Until uh, I can fly three tied fenders again. The points are never correct. No one agree. And I would also say, I would also say, Fenrau is still more than Darth Vader. Uh, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah, but Fenrau, but, but no force. It doesn't. Oh my god! It doesn't matter. He has the force. You, he could have what, fearless on him. He could be range one and just be natty evading things. He, like but don't I engage mean, force, range one. Oh, yeah, that's it's Fen's <laughs> all about range one. I'm just saying, like, like, uh, the, yeah, the force is great, but the force isn't gonna did here uh, isn't gonna give you uh, like guaranteed evades or hits at range one where you don't even have to worry about it. Yeah. Darth freaking Vader. Do you know what's funny about Fen Rao? Is he's a seventy yeah. point ace that can be taken out by a thirteen point torpedo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's not going to happen. Come on. Mm, you say that. Right. Mm. <laughs> um, All right. Let's go on to the new ships, guys. I, I got one more thing. Nope. Too late. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, don't mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. Roger, Rogers, Make the struts zero. I, I don't like how people can just choose to take struts or not. It's confusing for the opponent. Uh, explain more. I think that they should have just made the... Like, there's lots of lists where they were just able to take struts off of a ship and just fit more toys in. I think that you should just be able to put... Just keep it at 20 points, but include the struts so that you can't fiddle with those choices. You can't you mean, just, like, staple it to them? Like, yeah, just staple it to them, like any other S-foil. It 
does have a tendency if you don't if you bring it on like one ship and not another, your composer your opponent will get very confused. And you could get confused too. Especially well, that's more what I would worry about after multiple games. Well, oh, you figure out three turns later, oh that guy didn't have stress and he's been on a rock this whole time. What do I do? <laughs> uh forfeit? Uh yeah. Sacred game state. Yep. I I had a a situation where it wasn't because of struts, but because I had a, I forgot to put out a crit token and it had a stun pilot. So it went onto an obstacle and was just sitting there. I just forgot to put a damage on it. It wasn't dead, but, but if you're actually swiveling your ship, it doesn't give you a, a maneuver with your dial. So you don't actually um, take damage except for when you initially go into the rock. Yes. Anyway, I'm done. Uh, I'm done ranting about points now. <laughs> okay. Hey, no problem. Take your time. If everybody is done, yeah, let's uh, let's move into some new ships because there's some fun stuff coming out. Why don't we start with uh, anybody got any opinions on the Thai RB heavy? Uh, Very interesting. I think it's going to add a new thing to Imperials. I'm assuming it's a medium base. Yes, it's a medium base. It has a rotating cannon slot turret. A front and back. It also comes with two configurations. They showed one of them. I should have that up somewhere. But they showed one configuration. And it's a droid brain. Um, so it's sort of like an advanced droid brain. It just gives you that uh, linked action as if it's part of oh, the ship sorry. that's yeah, giving yeah. you the action and not the pilot. So the configuration is called the Maneuver Assist MGK-300. And what it does is it reduces the difficulty of your three straight and bank maneuvers, plus it gives um, the RB access to a calculate and then a barrel roll um, calculate. A link? Yeah. That's very interesting. I didn't actually look at the config before. Any, uh, any Imperial players here? Anybody buying this? I I'm mean... buying it anyway because I'm a sucker. <laughs> sucker. For... Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. We got the sucker here. But anybody going anybody to play this? This look interesting to folks? I mean, I, I'm, I might be that person who looks at it and, and I said this on a previous podcast. I might... This is why TTS is uh, such a good investment because mm. it'd be it'd probably be good to wait for these ships to come out and then be able to play them via TTS. See maybe if they're worth it or not. But yeah, I mean, I, that, it just seems odd for the Empire, right? Like you swarm a bunch of ties; they don't cost anything, or you have your your aces. I don't know. This is it'll have to be priced really cheap to either fit into it, a swarm or go ahead. It's eight hulls. Yeah. I mean, how I many green dice? The same role as sort of a munitions carrier, but for a cannon, similar to a tie punisher. It kind of fills that like one agility beefy ship role where you can kind of. I, I just don't know that I was. I heard a lot of Empire players clamoring for this kind of ship. 
I mean, it was supposed to come out around Solo, kind of like the Scum Falcon did, right? Is that what it's from? Is that is that a Solo? Yeah, it's from yeah. the Castle Run. Okay, okay, I remember. It's weird. It so it has a cannon slot, and it comes with heavy laser cannons, I believe. But it that Probably. wouldn't work if you rotated your turret. No, to they've the already confirmed it does back. not work out right because there's no bullseye arc back there. So that's a really mm-hmm. strange addition to it. But there's also a new cannon that's range two to three that they're introducing that I'm really curious about. I didn't see that. Well, that's all we know is that it's range two to three. I think. And we know one pilot, like confirmed. It is canon that Han Solo flew one of them, so I'm fingers crossed that it's Han Solo. That would be cool. That, that that's something I'd like to see more of is uh if they're gonna do another card pack, an Ace's card pack is different pilots for existing ships. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we got other stuff coming well, out. Also, with that, though, it does come with something cool for ties, which is on the Ion Limiter Override. Any tie could use it, but it's coming with the RB Heavy. A uh, talent that lets you, when you do a red maneuver, you can perform a barrel roll action, even if you're stressed. But then if you do, you roll an attack die. On a hit, you gain a strain. And on a crit, you gain an Ion. But any tie hmm. could equip this. Interesting. Well, hopefully it is amazing when it comes out. Uh, another thing that's coming out that does look amazing, might even get me to switch factions or buy into a new faction, is the Heralds of Hope Aces pack. Oh you my god. Two new T, what is it, 270? Yeah. Uh, yes. Can't talk. <laughs> Just too excited about it. That's it, right? Someone else say it for me. What's in it? So it's two T70s alternate paint scheme and a RZ2 alternate paint scheme. And not just that, not just new paint schemes. New pilots, it's, too. It's pretty much new paint uh, schemes yeah. and card pack. Yeah. So you get some What's everybody pilot- think of the new Poe? I like it. I, I hope Team it'll Poe. be cheaper. Is it cheaper? It, I, ho- I hope, hope it will be. Team Poe will be better for bigger squadrons. While Selfish Poe is better just by himself. Oh, I'm sorry. You said team. I heard cheap. Team. Well, Luke said cheap. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm. I'm. He yeah, those look hot, man. The paint jobs look great. And uh, uh, you know, you get three ships in that pack. That's it's a pretty good way to get into a faction if you have any of those ships. I really like it. There's uh, also some really cool swarm interactions you can do in the resistance now especially with that new Temin wexley pilot oh um with uh because he he pretty much so you can go in and barrel roll focus whatever you want to do um i'm not sure if you could do it while you're stressed but he lets you flip your s configuration uh during engagement and everybody uh takes a red calculate action. So you could target lock and then get the soft focus mod. Whether everybody has some kind of torpedo or just using primaries. I think that seems pretty cool. Sounds dangerous. Yeah, just pretty much barrel roll into position and then you got that... uh, or just take your target lock as your primary action, and then you get that focus mod. I think it 
looks pretty cool. I'm looking more forward to Poe and the new A-Wings that they're introducing. Well, we know uh, you're going to buy it, of course. Any, anybody else? I, I was saying I, yeah, I'm i pretty tempted. Oh, yeah. Again, a bunch of us just like to buy the ships to have the ships, right? Yep. yep. I, mean, I mean, to be fair, everybody has a T-70 already, so. I think I have five. <laughs> <laughs> you can't Great. fly five. Uh, watch me. Epic. And that new A-Wing uh, paint job, um, it's the same as the Lego A-Wing that I have, which is pretty cool. And that new I-1 pilot that they showed looks very interesting. Merle. Merle. <laughs> is he from The Walking Dead? She is, I believe, oh, sorry. Hammond's wife or girlfriend. Earl. <laughs> she must have been born in the 40s. <laughs> A long time ago, Galaxy Far, Far Away, man. Don't judge me. I guess that's fair. That's fair, yeah. Since why do we judge Star Wars? Her and Beatrice are hanging out. What's I that? Mean, for a ship that we're going to get into later, like, I mean, Tarkin, his first name is Wilhoof. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that uh, I won. If you get into somebody's bullseye, I'm trying to remember. It rolls one fewer uh, defense die. Yeah, it's pretty much like a range. Zero to three intimidation if you can light it up. Hmm. Cool. I wonder if you can put intimidation on it. Range every, zero to two. Uh, every A wing has a talent slot. So, yep. So, you'll pull intimidation on it, and then you bump into it again in the bullseye. It's now rolling two fewer defense die. I'll take that. Sorry. <laughs> we don't need you anymore. I'm just kidding. That'll make me happy. Sorry. Yeah, you don't like the A wings. There's a couple other ships. <laughs> No, I just don't like oh. your A wings. Uh, you're you're too good with them, and you swarm around. I can't I can't hit you. It's hard to focus fire on one ship when it's buzzing away like that. What I only have every speaking of ships that can buzz away though, it's not that bad. Segway. <laughs> trying, trying here. Anyways, <laughs> there's also the Eta Two Actus coming out. This is a ship I've been waiting for for a long time. And it looks awesome, although the pictures don't show it without that funky ring on it. But apparently that ring does come off, so that should be pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, that hyperspace ring looks really cool. Apparently it's only for um, epic play. Yeah. yeah. It's also going to fit on the uh, the other one, the Aether Sprite. The ring. If you want to play epic with either of your Jedis, they can all hyperspace all over the place. Yeah, you can put on any. However, of those it's another ships. it's another interceptor with two dice, two red dice. Sorry, I don't know. I mean, it gets uh, three red dice if you're in the bullseye without having a uh, mod on it config. Oh, really? Yeah, yes. just like the Nantex. I like how they're including more bullseye stuff, kind of forcing aces to play really well. Yeah, and and actually, so also there's purple maneuvers on this ship which is new right so you need to uh, what do i assume spend a force to do it that's what we're assuming yeah yeah spend a force to do the talon roll so that raises the question are now is it is that going to be the next difficulty like if you get the crit increase your turn i don't think they're going to do that because not everybody can (laughs) do it exactly that's so it takes it away. Yeah, that's and uh, it's not a stress maneuver, right? No, no, you just spend the force. That's it. 
It's just harder than the red, they said. Which they shouldn't have said. <laughs> Gasp. They say something that's completely wrong and screws the entire game. Oh god, I'm having flashbacks to when they said that you could use FCS with B-Wings on the S-Foils and then there was arguments all over the world whether you could do it until they finally fixed it. What, you don't like arguments? Mm, not when you have the entire American and European X-Wing Illuminati f- Illuminati fighting over what the rules are because FFG won't tell us. <laughs> I mean, I've I've been responsible for a lot of arguments like that. Let's um <laughs> All right. Let's not get started on Shep. some Count Dooku nonsense. It's it, it predated <laughs> Count Dooku by a lot. <laughs> Semicolons. All right. Let's let's uh, not, speaking uh, of Dooku, let's go over to his his uh faction. Oh yeah. Cuz the droids are getting a new fighter, the droid tri fighter. This looks pretty good yes. too, but I don't play this faction at all, so someone jump in here. It's going to be awesome. A droid knife fighter that can go fast. The whole purpose of the ship is to go fast constantly. The dial is... I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I don't have it in front of me. Lots of threes. um, Lots of blue threes. It comes with a configuration that will allow you... A booster rockets. Basically, you can slam with it. While it's attached, it's you get a disarm. So if you have it, you can slam, but you're always disarmed unless you detach it. It also changes how you play droids because there's other configurations that take away network calculation and give it something else. We don't know what that something else is, but they said it changes how you will play droids. Which is interesting as well. Staff, are there any configurations for those at, at all yet? That faction, they don't have that. I uh, haven't announced any type of um, like change on it. This one has the slamming configuration, right? The interceptor boost. Yes, the booster. Yeah, but we just don't know what the other side is. Correct. Once it runs out. So it's attached, which <clears> gives it three charges decreasing every turn. So every turn you lose a charge. You can slam, then link it to a target lock. Wow. But during the system phase, unless you flip it over, you gain a disarm. Then at the end, when you're out of charges, you flip it as well. And that side has not, has not been revealed? No. It comes with Discord missiles. It also looks like it's coming with threat tracers. Ooh, new missile? Yeah. I know that there's a new pilot no, too. Discord um, missile's not new. One oh, of, thread tracers. No. One of the pilots, I believe it's um Dis T B Dis T A one. It has a like a super network calculations where it can just steal calculates from the enemy or from uh your from its friendlies. It's while as you defend or the enemy attack. Yeah. yeah. You may spend one calculate token from a friendly ship in the enemy's firing arc to change one eye to a evader hit. So that could be like an almost a range six calculate steal, which is insane. 
obviously you're probably going to try and be in range one as much as possible with these guys with those boost target locks. Yeah, um, man. But, it's 3-3-3, uh, three, 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 mm-hmm. but it comes with a talent, so maybe these can encrypt a talent card as well. That'll be interesting. I wonder with all these new ships if we're going to have um, some more interesting uses of Treacherous. I love some... Treacherous. I think it's a good upgrade for Nantex. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay on the Belba Lab, but on these guys and on the new Fire Spray, I think it's going to have some really cool uses. Segway. What do you guys think? Is this going to be an expensive ship or is it going to be a swarm? Uh, relatively. Definitely at least starting 30 or uh, low 30s. For the, so, so you won't be able to fly more than six. The I3s are three pips. The I oh, what does that mean again? That means you can include up to three in there. Okay. Right, right. I'm so, thinking that you'd be able to put the fire spray like Jango or something, and then maybe two or three of these, and that'd be a list. Oh, that sounds good. And they introduce <clears throat> I5 now droids with the Tri Fighter. He's the highest droid now. I4, DBS 404. Okay. Yeah, vultures don't go higher than I three. Yeah, like I said, I don't play that faction, so a lot of information coming from this guy. But <laughs> you did mention him; he's going to fly with them. Why don't we talk about Slave One for the Separatists, Django Fett, the original? So excited! Yeah, I'm probably going to buy this one, whether I fly this faction or not, just because I want the model. It is very pretty model. And I mean, and we already know the fire spray is good. Yeah. yeah, and baby Boba, he can go on any faction. Or, uh, sorry, scum faction. Hondo can go on any faction. And Hondo, oh, does, that's right. Hondo does come with this expansion, right? Yes. Okay. Hondo's with Django. Yeah. Although I want him to have his own ship sooner than later. Oh, the big saucer? Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, that or, or that uh, empire. The, the like, it's like a lambda but bigger that he stole in Re- in the Rebels TV show. I think it'd be kind of cool if they referenced um, Count Dooku's Solar Sailor and made him a pilot. I, don't, I actually in Clone Wars, I don't think they stole the Solar Sailor. I think they just kidnapped him in their ship. So never mind. But yeah, that big saucer would be cool. But yeah, Django looks really cool. He has a. It's not as powerful, like, he's an I-6, but his ability is definitely not as powerful as Boba, but it can be very That's right. anti-force. Anti- it's another kind of Rick Ollie. You have to look at your opponent style to make sure you succeed. Yeah, if you want to use his ability, you're going to be pretty predictable with those blue maneuvers. But you don't know what the new titles, the new... Um, Fire spray title, new slave one's going to be if it's going to make more maneuvers blue or not. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, because slave one right now specifies scum, right? Yes. The current title? Yeah, you can't just be interchanging titles with them. But I mean, then there's also. It, is, it, is it what you reveal? It is. Great question. There's no Revealed. Way. Revealed maneuver. Okay, so L3 doesn't help. Can you use L337 on that faction? Oh, wait. What am I thinking here? 
Oh, never mind. Sorry, my head's in space. It's, yeah, because the, the ship yeah, is throwing you off. Separatist, there's nothing a separatist that can help with maneuvers right now. Not yet. I'm excited for Zam. Yeah, those um, condition cards are going to be really interesting. It's going to just throw... I like stuff like that. The janky, make your opponent keep guessing and not know. And it's an I-5. I mean, it looks really cool. Yeah, I'm just probably going to have Django, probably Count Dooku Crew, depending on how good it is in play, Boba Gunner. Um, yeah, it depends on the price, too. It's a yeah. lot of... A lot of ships you're putting. That's a lot. If that's a lot a of cheap, ships, but a lot a of cheap uh, gunners, then probably take it. Can we look up uh, Boba's gunner card right now? Uh, it says while you perform yeah. an attack, if there are no other ships in the attack arc, you may turn one of your focus results into a hit result. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, a little sort of fanatical thing happening there. And baby Boba can go on Separatists or Scum. Because yeah, in the Clone Wars, like he was on, he was hanging out with everybody. He was uh, hanging out with Bosk and all those guys. There's one more ship coming out, and uh, I think they dropped the waves. I don't see any wave numbers anymore. They're just calling them expansions. There's the V-wing coming out, the ship that looks like it's made of steak knives. Yeah, the reason that uh, this is all Wave Eight. What oh, is actually a, like a wave? Everything. That were or 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 wave seven because uh, wave seven is the three ships and then this is like wave seven A and then wave seven B. I think that's how they were describing. Oh it. yeah, you're talking about the LAAT and the droid gunship that have yet to come out. Yeah, yeah. So that's wave seven, and then I think that they're calling this A, a and B. They're all treating it as one wave. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Well, let's get on it then. Anyways, what, is, what does everybody think of this ship? It's uh, it's not the prettiest ship out there, but the Republic... I want to I want to go into Republic now because of it. Well, I mean, I, I guess really? I'll just... You bring back, I'll bring back up the uh, the original Battlefront. That was one of the ships you could fly back in that day. Yeah, yeah Battlefront. Um, I am not familiar with this ship at all. The newest Battlefront 2... Spaceship battles, dogfights, and stuff like that—you could fly this ship. And it was a—it's a lot of fun. That's where I was introduced to it. But it's supposed to be the precursor to the Tie Fighter. Yep, that's what I keep hearing. Yeah, twin ion engines. It's got the uh, sails, the solar solar panels. Well, and the rule about it is that it can equip any card that <clears> says Tie on it. Which we're gonna start getting. I mean, there are a couple already, right? There's a couple of tie specific upgrades. I'm not I sure. know of the. Are there already? There used to be. Let's see here. Maybe there isn't anything specific right now. Are you, are you thinking of the card from first edition that was. Maybe. I'm sorry if I'm triggering anyone right now. I can't even remember what it was. I have a vague memory that it came with the tie striker, but it helped out. Yeah, the, I think that there were a couple of titles something. that could go on. Twin like Ion Engine. Or no. Oh. Lightweight frame. Lightweight frame. Yeah. Lightweight frame. That's the one. Yeah. The, uh, Did not see that as a bomber. Alpha 3B Besh. It's 
gives you while you perform a primary attack. You may spend your lock on the defender to change one of your blank or focus results to a hit. And then it also adds a bomb slot. And of course we have a Wilhoof Tarkin. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the ship he's on, right? Right, right. Yep. And I think it's really cool because he's the only non-clone, non-Jedi pilot in Republic, I believe. Uh, all I care about is Oddball. Is he on this ship? He better be, Oddball otherwise I'm not buying it. Ship. Oh, wait, what am I saying? Padme and Rick? Okay, they're all... Maybe I was just thinking, like, Torrance and all of these... That the end ones don't exist? You yeah. can keep thinking end ones don't exist. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking <laughs> end ones don't exist, guys. Sorry, I'm... I'm on the spot here. It doesn't exist three times over. But... Tarkin's interesting. This ship is going to be all about locking, like all the different things, because Tarkin lets you choose an object you have locked at range 1 to 3 during the system phase, and then another friendly ship can lock that at range 1 to 3. So Tarkin can have a lock on something, and then the next system phase, another ship can just get a lock. That's interesting. So he has to not spend it that round, and then he can share it. I, if there's one thing I know about Tarkin, it's that he's a compassionate, sharing man. I I believe you. Well, what's that upgrade? Oh, you, you saw those movies. Synchronized console, is that it? Yeah, we're going to share the target the, lock. Yeah. Passing the target locks off to each other? Yeah. Yeah, that's synchronized. Uh Upgrade is it guys console? Hmm. And that's that's that Republic upgrade, right? Yeah, that's the one where if like if you have multiple ships that have synchronized consoles, they can throw their locks to each other instead of spe- of instead of uh spe- using to re-rolls. And if they are synchronized, I believe it's they can do that with any ship between that's like range one to three. However, if you have a ship that has synchronized console, it can throw it to a ship that doesn't, provide that ship's I think like zero to one. Yeah. Well, there probably is some synergy there that someone smart will come up with, that's for sure. Smarter people than I. You'll probably see a swarm of V-Wings. However, this is a faction I play. Sorry, go ahead. You'll see a swarm of V-Wings, I feel. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, like, you don't need Synchronized Console with Tarkin on the board, because he's just giving you the target lock. Well, how many could he give away, though? Just one, Just right? one. Just one in the system phase, yeah. One per system, yeah. But, I mean, this is without knowing any other upgrade slots and just thinking off the fly. He has a lock. Gives All it to somebody else. He then shoots, spends his lock. Ship, another ship shoots, uses a synchronized console, gives him a lock back. Rinse and repeat. Sounds janky, but I will look forward to seeing it. I mean, it. sounds janky, provided you never actually need to use the yeah. lock. It's sort of the Garvandreas problem. Nobody knows who he is? No. If you don't use the focus, then his ability is blank. Right. And I was just teasing. I used Garvin a couple of weeks ago. I was thinking about starting like a, uh, a selfless... Red Squadron veteran, uh, Biggs, 
Wedge and Garvin. Are you looking at my list? No. Oh, you have no Porkins in it, so you weren't looking at my list. Wedge and Garvin, and I was thinking if Wedge target locks uh, and has Swarm Tactics, he could just make Garvin an I6 and then have Garvin shoot first to pass the focus over to Wedge. But then you never have the guarantee that you actually spend that focus. You looking at my Red Squadron list? No. <laughs> 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 Why did you put swarm tactics on wedge to yeah. make? Oh, okay, so the very um, great, great wedge minds think alike. Okay, I, I at worlds I got the whole red squadron faction like alt art cards and stuff locks. Oh, like the is that Biggs and Porkins and yep, and so I made a red five, squadron. The awesome to use that. Because if I was going to spend all my world's tickets on that, I'm going to use it. Oh, it'll be fun when we get to go to worlds again. Some some One of these years when we're allowed to go outside again. Again, I've never been. <laughs> um, You've never been outside? No, I've never been No, it's scary. I would love to go. Jeez. Oh, there's so many things I want. we wanted to do this year up in Canada. We had the whole um, Canadian Nationals in Montreal to look forward to. Oh, yeah. That was going to be fantastic. We're going to meet some American friends up there, too, that were going to come up and meet with Gold Squadron. 2021. Wait. Just wait. 2021, baby. It's going to be awesome. But let's let's stick with the ships here. I have a question to throw out at you guys. So we just went over all the ships that are coming out. Let's do some speculation. What what would you like to see coming after this? More ships. <laughs> the, fair, um, fair. All right, let me rephrase the question. What ships would you like ships. to see coming out in X-Wing after this wave? All right, I cut you off there. Say that again. The um, Magguard ships from... Uh, Grievous's things, guys. Grievous. The Magna Guards. The IG 100s. Okay. Oh, yes, yes. They're ships. I'm going to look it up right now. They would have been, what, they're what, probably in episode three or the Clone Wars, obviously. They're in the Clone Wars. Oh, those guys. And they have a specific ship. Let me just look it up. Oh, those look really cool. Yeah, those are neat. I like them a lot. Very, um, it's like a wider Bulbasaur. Yeah. The Rogue Sorry. class. That's it. Sorry. I say Bulbasaur. I meant uh, Belbalot. I, I, know I think Bulbasaur is <laughs> totally fine. It's Everybody knows what you are. <laughs> so you're looking forward to that. Uh, I want the Rogue class. Because then you can have um, Cad Bane. Cad Bane flies in one. Oh, that's where I recognize it from. Recognize it from Clone Wars. Xanadu mm-hmm. yeah. Blood. I mean, he's such a cool character. They finally need to do him justice next wing. Yeah, because that, the crew card is... Uh, nobody uses it. He should be a pilot. I know he, I know flying wasn't his thing in the show, but... We're getting it Legion. in Legion. Come on, guys. So. Put him in a ship. We're getting yeah. Cad in Legion, so... That's where he would definitely fit, although he's a cool enough character that, you know, like Hondo, I want him in a ship. I want to fly him. How about you? Uh, sorry there, Luke. How about you? What do you think? I mean, I think I'm with every scum player when I say the Razor Crest. 
Oh, that's coming. Come on, you notice. Know I, I know it's coming, but I also... Baby Yoda, baby Yoda. I'm not sure if they're at this point. Like, when's the next time they're going to do a reprint? I just want, like, a, a few more, like, large base scum ships, like Shadowcaster and stuff, um, Resistance Bomber, that kind of stuff. Just get um, get reprints, get more cards for them. Cool, interesting. And that way we could also see stuff like the Shadowcaster in hyperspace. I don't think, like, I love flying it, but it's a very difficult beast to tame. And if we had a chance to fly something like the Shadowcaster in hyperspace, it gives it a bit more room to breathe. Flying an extended, it's really hard ship to uh, fly well and not get pinned down. Give you a bit more space with less less uh, types of ships on the board. Cool. How about you, Justin? Got any ships you miss that you aren't seeing? Is Justin here? Justin. Actress, baby. I got he, can, he can join in. <laughs> I've got a ship I'd like to see, and we everybody brought up the Thrawn books. I'm going, I'm going to Epic, baby. I want to see the wild card. Talon Cards uh, Scum Epic Ship. Yeah, that's what I want. A scum of the wild card. Yeah. Do you, do you know those? Did, did you read the original Thrawn books from the uh, 90s? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll explain it for you then, but I'm sure a lot of listeners know. So uh, Mara Jade is working for a guy called Talon Card before she meets Luke Skywalker, and he's like a an information dealer, pirate, rogue, and his his flagship is called the Wild Card, and it would be perfect for Epic. Just search it up. It looks junky, and I love it. Oh wait, like the Wild Karodi? The Wild Cardi? Yeah, K A R R D E. I do know about this ship only because so- there was a game called like uh, Star Wars Starship Battles. Which okay. predated uh, this FFG stuff, which is basically the same same thing that Epic turned into, where you could build uh, fleets with uh, capital ships and fighters, and that ship was part of the Rebels. Well, that ship looks like it'd be easy to bring into an old video game because what is it made of? Like six polygons? <laughs> Five. On, it, was the, it was the '90s. <laughs> '90s design. But I mean. That it's like kind of, Slave 2. It's ugly kind of as it makes me want to have like the the barge from episode six. Um Jabba's barge to just come into outer space. <laughs> That's the one ship I don't want. If they if they come out with Jabba's barge, I'm done. I'm out. No, you're not. Why would oh, you I'm not? I'm not I'm not. I'm not. I'm it, lying. It but but it is a, ugly, right? It should have a condition card. Um if it sees Han Solo, it gives it blind a pilot. <laughs> If Leia is on board, the ship will crash. <laughs> you must you must roll to not like die of choking. <laughs> and it's mandatory to take Java crew. It's always mandatory to take Java crew. Fun fact, I brought that up because uh, it was just my birthday recently and one of my buddies 3D printed me Java's barge on an X-wing base. And I'm gonna that is cool. I'm gonna get it all painted up and make fake cards for it just to piss off Dave. <laughs> I quit. Just up and leaves the game chamber. 
That's right. Flip, flipping that giant table they just built, and I'm out. Awesome. Okay, so remember, dear listeners, this is our first pass at this, and I promise things will get better. Um, but before we go, has anyone got any shout-outs or other projects they want to pimp out? One of my games will be loaded up onto YouTube. Uh, I was in Flight Club this past weekend nice. on GSP. Yeah, I was just on League Night on the Wednesday, so that should be uploaded soon as well. Oh boy! But you, Justin, you got anything you wanna you wanna shout out? Uh, Glad Pluggables. I mean, they help keep the room nice and uh, fresh. <laughs> oh, that's important when you have a baby who fills diapers. All right, have you heard of a diaper genie? I have. I have a diaper genie. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't belong to me. Call uh, a window. You pitch it towards the west. <laughs> And that's where the Wicked Witch is, who will be very unhappy when the diaper hits her in the face. <laughs> you ever see that Simpsons where he, he messes with the garbage man so they won't pick up anymore? And then he's got the, mountain, the diaper mountain. Quick, yeah. run before the sun hits diaper mountain. <laughs> then he becomes the garbage man. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you either live long enough or villains or whatever it goes. You know. I, know the, I know that quote. <laughs> All right. Also, everybody should check out Ewok Squadron on Instagram and Facebook. And YouTube. Of course, YouTube. It's been so long. I'm sorry. There's stuff there to see. There's old games. Yeah, there's old games. We haven't posted anything new recently. Unfortunately, Um, Justin's been slacking. That's because we have... uh, Like, the... It just, uh, like, I tried to record games, and the best I could keep recording was, like, my own games with Brian constantly, and it was like, you know what? No one cares. Just no one. I'd be be interested. I don't know. Once or twice, maybe. Don't post them all, but. But, I mean, if you only have spare time to do that, it's more, it's more fun to just play. Yeah. If you, if you, we will get back to YouTube when, when we can all get together live and start filming good games again. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm kind of hoping thing, like got things going and, uh, I hope we get the, yeah, I hope we get back to live streaming soon and then we can be one of the first, uh, one of the first channels on that cusp again. Yeah. Check out Ewok Squadron on Twitch. There won't be anything on there right now, but if you put on, if you follow it, turn on your notifications, you'll know when we're back up and live. Yeah, same for YouTube. Uh, like, subscribe, and hit the notifications. Hit and for that myself, bell icon. On the bottom. For myself, you can catch me on the Great Fright North podcast reviewing Canadian horror movies and the Great Fright North on Instagram. Oh, I'm going to. Thanks, guys. Wait, Canadian horror movies? Someone from the states that really is interesting that there's Canadian horror movies. Oh yeah. man, we have all kinds of movies. We have you the most boring the documentaries you'll ever see. <laughs> we open up the cupboard one day and there's no maple syrup. I mean, <laughs> I was thinking you open up the cupboard and there's a moose. That would be no. See, that's not a horror movie. That's, see, that's Americans like... <laughs> don't know how big moose are. You could not fit one in a cupboard. That's that's actually our version of uh, the Hangover. Is uh, the moose over? It's like when three guys wake up. I'm like, where's the moose that we're supposed to take to the zoo? Eh? Oh no, it's gone. <laughs> but that's a shorter oh, film because, like, oh, where can we find? Oh, we just follow the moose tracks. There it is over there. Mm-hmm. If you want a quick example of Canadian horror? Go to YouTube. Type in Treevenge. T R E E 
V-E-N-G-E. Treevenge. It's a 15-minute short. You'll love it. Definitely. Is it about trees, Dave? It's about Christmas trees getting their revenge. Filmed by the same guys that made uh, Trailer Park Boys. So would you say that it's a very good segue to when you're talking about deadly trees, you might be talking about the forest moon of Endor and deadly trees that are there? Look look out for the drop bears. (laughs) 